In last week's episode, we learned that we can't manage time. Once you admit to yourself that you can't manage time and that you can only manage yourself and you accept that there's more to do than you can ever possibly do, a new strategy emerges. Prioritizing. Priority is defined as the state or quality of being earlier in time or occurrence. Like efficiency and managing your time, this too has incredible application to our lives. Stephen Covey said, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. He further states, you have to decide what your highest priorities are and have the courage to pleasantly, smilingly, non-apologetically to say no to other things. When we talk about priority, the first thing which comes to our mind is the Covey Time Matrix. It is a framework for prioritizing your time and tasks for optimized efficiency and productivity. I started to look at the word priority with a different lens after I read Rory Vaden's book. I will share the important aspects that I learned through his book. Prioritizing is a valuable skill, but just like managing your time, prioritizing also has limitations. He's not saying there's anything invalid or wrong-minded about prioritizing. It is an important arrow in your quiver, a tool that you should keep sharp so it can assist you in managing your life. Moving certain things ahead in your queue is still a relevant and worthwhile skill. But the thing to realize is that prioritizing does not create more time. Prioritizing your time is like having the skill of blocking out one thing so that you can focus on something else. It does not give you more time than was actually there previously. It is simply a redistribution of your time. When you reprioritize your life, you're shifting from one area of your life to another. But there's nothing happening that creates more time. So when we prioritize, we aren't creating more time. We are merely borrowing time. We're borrowing time from one area of our life to give to another. Don't we often hear many say, I am juggling around? It is another representation of trying to keep all of these things going on at once by constantly shifting resources and focus from one to the next. It's not that there's anything wrong with juggling. There are certain times when it's a key skill to use inside of a project or a season. But if juggling or reprioritizing is your primary strategy for deciding how to use your time, then burnout is inevitable. Why? Because the juggling never stops. The only way juggling works successfully is to consistently and continuously keep juggling. And honestly, that seems to describe a lot about me and many of my peers. I just kept juggling in my middle school days. I had combined the efficiency paradigm 
of managing time and the effectiveness paradigm of prioritizing time to create an insanely fast juggler who is admired for her efficiency and effectiveness. But honestly, the end result was that I felt burnout and unsuccessful and unsatisfied. The world we live in today throws so much information at us and we can be processing so many things at once that our priorities can literally align and then realign based on the new information in a matter of seconds, which ironically only causes us to move faster and faster and faster and take more and more on. The speed element results from a one-dimensional manage your time efficiency thinking that tells us if I learn to move faster, then I can get more in. The more element results from two-dimensional thinking. Prioritize your time. Effectiveness thinking that tells us if I learn to focus better based on what is most urgent and important, then I should be able to juggle more. As time goes on, we tend to operate with those as our two primary strategies, which I did as well in my life. The only way to increase our productivity when we get new inputs is to either run faster, juggle more, or both, which means that in a paradigm of only managing your time and prioritizing your time, your only two ultimate options are to go as fast as you can for as long as you can until you burn out or let everything crash. I didn't like to choose between working so hard that I burn out or being unsuccessful. Now, are you in a similar situation like I was? Get a copy of the book Procrastinating on Purpose and read it by comparing or applying your life to situations, he suggests. In the next few weeks, we will start looking into solutions using the focus funnel strategy.